Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It's the Hollywood Life cast where we bring you the best exclusive celebrity news, the juicy celebrity interviews, insider secrets about all of your favorite stars and now your host former editor-in-chief of cosmo glamour and us weekly the president and editor-in-chief of hollywoodlife.com bonnie fuller hey guys we are here with the hollywood life podcast busy busy week there's so much to talk about we just had the grammy awards and then kylie jenner that bump got revealed this week. She's been trying to hide it, but we saw it and we have news on what she's doing, how she's prepping to be a single mom and where the hell is Travis Scott. Then something is going on between Melania and Donald Trump. Did they actually have a separation for a few days? And is Rihanna pregnant? A lot of her fans thought so after the Grammys. But before we get into all of that, I'm not alone here in my Hollywood Life podcast studio. I am here with our editorial coordinator, Ali Stagnita. I want to be famous. You're so gorgeous. Look at your face. Look at what you're eating, for Christ's sake. Lay off me, I'm starving. Look at your face. You think I'm gorgeous. You're gorgeous. Hi, guys. Uh, yay. I'm so excited to be here. The Grammys were great. Gino and I were both in the office watching, and we covered a great red carpet. And so we're also super tired because we've been working so many award shows. That's right. And there's more coming up this weekend. That's right. Super Bowl. That's right. And we know somebody else who's going to be watching the Super Bowl and dreaming that he – well, he's dreaming because he just interviewed a former Super Bowl player, Terrell Owens and Terrell's videos on our YouTube. I'm a kind warrior out here. Occasionally I am challenged. And in that case, the kind warrior must, must, must become a samurai. Yeah, Bonnie, T.O. liked our video about him so much that he slid into my DMs and asked me if he could have some of the footage from it to put up on his Instagram. So I think, I don't know, and Allie hit it off with T.O. We have a great relationship yeah, with the Hall of Famer now. I think that or, we could say that T.O. loves Hollywood life. He I is think a we can friend, say friend of Hollywood life. Friend of Hollywood yes. life. And our, friend of the show. He played overrated, underrated with us, and the video is now up on our YouTube channel. And I asked him whether Tom Brady is overrated, LeBron James, Steph Curry. And he did not hold back. Like, no, and some of his answers are really going to surprise you. So you need to go to our Hollywood Life YouTube channel and check it out. Something else you need to check out is our crushes. We'll start, Yay. as always, with at Ali Stagnita. She's full of love and full of crushes. What are you crushing on? 
Ooh, it was really hard for me to pick this week because Gino and I did have an incredible interview with Keith Urban. And so I was like, ooh, I'm crushing on Keith Urban. But then the Grammys happened and Kesha went up there and gave such a gorgeous performance of praying along with Sydney Lauper, Camila Cabello, BB Rexa, and a bunch of other women surrounding her. And it was the most powerful moment I sat here. I was crying. I was had chills. I wanted to watch it over and over again. And they all embraced each other at the end. And, you know, Kesha's got Kesha has gone through so many hardships and difficulties with oh here's here's the video oh the song yes yeah it was amazing and I'll explain why this is so pertinent for Kesha well, Kesha was in a really long legal battle with Dr. Luke, who, um, who was, her producer. was her producer, and they were, she couldn't get out of her contract with him um, and needed to release another album with him after she, he, she had actually accused him of sexual assault, sexual misconduct, um, said that he had drugged her and taken advantage of her um, and honestly threatened her career, very similar to the things that we're hearing that Harvey Weinstein did. Um, and... So she needed, essentially the judge wouldn't release her from the contract and she needed to release one more album with him. And this was the song, the first song of that album that she released and it was her first Grammys performance. And this guy told her she was going to be nothing and she came out and performed at the Grammy Awards where she was nominated. Exactly. And but so amazing. She... She ended up not having to work with him. Yes. RC, because, it was right. RCA finally relented and allowed her to work with other producers. One fired him. You know, but the court battle that she had to go through was astounding. And it was a female judge. And the thing was, her husband, the judge's husband, was a partner at Sony, which is which owns RCA. So it was just a she really should have recused her. She should have been Absolutely. recusing herself out right. of this. Uh, one thing I have to say, and we have to applaud Kesha for being an early um, fighter mm -hmm. for what has now become the Me Too moment, the Me Too movement. Mm -hmm. But I don't think that judge could get away with that today. And no. I don't think the record company could get away with that. Right. Because of everything that's happened. They wouldn't they would have had to release her mm -hmm. right away. And it's just, you know, such a shame that this occurred a couple of years ago and that she had to go through this and fight so mm -hmm. hard. And she ended up dropping the charges because she was like, my heart can't take it anymore. And I hope I can one day find the happiness that I once had before all of this. And I hope that she knows that just so many people were standing with her that night. She had a they full were. standing ovation from the entire crowd. And there's no doubt that she will have many more albums to come by with the help of so many people in that room. Well, at Bonnie underscore Fuller and at Bonnie Fuller on Twitter, you have a related crush, <laughs> related right. thoughts. That's right. So I am crushing on Lord and Pink and um, Kelly Clarkson because they really stood up after the Grammys and, and pointed out that you know, there were so few female performances and winners compared to the male winners. There were only 17% female winners. And, you know, here we are in this moment of recognizing women and women in the music industry have just been megastars. And yet, why were there not more women visible at the show? And then what was just so galling is that in response to the criticism, the Grammys president 
um, issued this statement that couldn't have been kind of more out of touch with everything that's that's gone on. And he said, women who have the creativity in their hearts and souls, who want to be musicians, who want to be engineers, producers, and want to be part of the industry on the executive level need to step up. What the H is he talking about? Women have stepped up all over the music business. I mean, look at Taylor Swift, look at Katy Perry, look at look at Kelly Clarkson, Pink, and um, we and as we were just uh, and Lord, and as we were just talking about Kesha, like uh, Beyonce. I mean, Beyonce. Women have been queens in this industry. So how he could make a statement saying that they have not stepped up is just ridiculous. One of the things that Lord did is, first of all, because she was the only nominee for Song of the Year? It was, uh, it was Album of the Year? Record of the Year. Record of the Year. I get so confused because they're so similar in category. Record of the Year, who was not asked to perform? Well, she was not asked. She was told that if she were to perform, she would have to do a Tom Petty um tribute and whereas everyone else in her category was able to perform their song that they were nominated for so she was like no I'm going up to perform my own song and that's when she gave that response that Bonnie you can tell them or she tweeted she tweeted that you want to see me crush it on stage then come and see my tour but what a lot of people pointed out is why was there no lord on stage there and yet we had two spots with Sting and The Edge and U2 and you know these older guy rockers who are fabulous too mm-hmm. but why was there room for them and not for Lord who's nominated this year and then she took out an ad in the New Zealand Herald because she is from New Zealand and she wrote to her fans about how upset she was and that she wasn't able to to um, sing a song from Melodrama, her album at the Grammys, and that she felt that women were really overlooked. And I have to agree. But I am crushing on these strong women that do have creativity and heart and do step up. I'm Bonnie, I have a little bit different perspective on this. I feel like these this quote, the full quote by this guy is getting taken out of context. And it, in its full context, it's innocuous, but it's been... It's been pounced on by the internet because there's this brewing gender war and everything that anyone says, especially if a white man has the gall to open his mouth, he gets slammed by the entire internet. This is the full context of what he said. Step up. He told Variety. He didn't issue a statement. But the rest of the quote is because I think they would be welcome. I don't have personal experience of those kind of brick walls that you face, you women, he's saying. It's us as an industry making a welcome mat very obvious, creating mentorship, creating opportunities for all people who want to be creative and really paying it forward and creating that next generation of artists who feel like they can do anything, say anything. And then he followed up with an interview um, when he was asked about this because his controversy has exploded. And he said, I was asked a question about the lack of female representation in certain categories. And regrettably, I used two words, step up, that were taken out of context. And they do not convey my beliefs and the point I was trying to make. And I think if you read his comment in full, which was not a statement, it was just a response to a a question by our sister site Variety. And he was giving an impromptu answer. And he was saying we should open be open and he's also making a true point that like 
there aren't as many the grammys aren't just for the famous part of the music industry there's a lot of nominations for producers i know but you know what the music industry has just historically been really tough for women to break into especially into executive positions and into producing positions it's just like it's just like the film industry that there's such a tiny number of women who actually get to be directors and get Mm -hmm. to get big money put behind them to produce mega films and you know let's just go back to russell simmons and when we talked a few weeks ago about the women who were accusing him. This is a big New York Times story. The women who accused him of sexual assault. And a few of them had worked for him and been working in the business. And they all, they talked about how sexual harassment was just rampant and that they put up with a lot of the sexual harassment because they thought it would enable them to be able to get a step up and to get into executive roles. And one of the women worked for, worked for Russell and she put up with him. She claimed that he was making rude comments to her and, you know, groping her and stuff. And she continued to take it because she thought there was no other way to get ahead. I'm not denying the validity of this movement and the truth of so many of these claims, but this is where I think the movement oversteps its bounds when it takes out of context a totally innocuous quote from this innocent guy who's actually making a positive statement encouraging women. I don't think this had to do with the movement at all. I think it was that two women took home awards at the Grammys and the rest were men. And I, I I don't think it was a me too thing. I don't think it was a time's up a thing. I think it was the fact that only two women took home awards. And that women were not that well rep- represented in the performances in this the performances. year. But they the were nominated. The Grammys are not controlled by this dude. The Grammys are controlled by... Yeah, the but vo- he's the president and he is the face and the voice of okay, the recording the voters academy. decide. Okay. And the Grammy voters are women and men and everybody. Okay, but... You know, I believe this is just like the Oscars and why there was so much controversy when women and minorities were not getting nominated to anywhere near the same degree. And when you looked at the Oscar, not the voters, they were by and large older white men. And I'm sure the same holds for the Grammys. And they probably have to do the same thing that the Oscars did and make an effort to get in younger voters, younger and more diverse voters. And well, last, this is year, why Justin this happened, go. last year, this happened with um, African-American artists. This, the same thing. They all boycotted because they weren't represented. I think it's going to be really difficult for the Grammys going forward to please everybody because the music industry, just like all other sectors of entertainment, have splintered into a million different pieces. And the Grammys is still trying to be the music award show of all music. Whereas, you know, now we have the BT Hip Hop Awards and the BT Rap Awards, and we have two or three different country award shows. And okay, well, I think this is going to go away for the Grammys, and they are going to have to get, they are going to have to make an effort to get more diverse. But let's move on because we've got lots of other things to talk about. And Gino, what is your crush? Okay, so as you, you guys might remember, um, well, first you can follow me at Gino Orlandini. I'm I do a lot on Instagram, so hit me up there, just like To did today. Um, you guys might remember last week I endorsed dating apps because Allie and I made a very fun video about how best to use Tinder, and I immediately t- put those tips that Allie and I sort of cobbled together into action. And I got a date with this really cute girl, as I told you about, and um, we were gonna go. Um, You're going to go and do archery. archery. Yes. Like medieval yes. flame throwing or something. But the problem, the, <laughs> yes, we're going to go learn how to shoot bows and arrows and throw axes in right. case the world ends. And I just want to go kind of above and beyond because uh, 
you know, it's it's one thing to go out and get a drink together and nothing really comes of that. It's it's better to like, I think, do something. Right. On, on plan a, an interesting date. Yes. I think you can get to know people a little more when you like see them in action. So the, but the problem with Tinder, of course, is like the best laid plans go awry. Right. And she couldn't go out the first weekend that we started talking because she was moving, she said. And then you're in this situation this happens a lot and people probably can identify with this. Like if you don't go on that date right away, the chances of it actually happening are like slim to none. So either you get in this situation where you can't do it the first weekend. You have to sort of like text back and forth with someone you yeah, don't know for two weeks to keep it going. And so I was doing that, but her, her responses got started getting like more and more sparse and more and more disinterested. And it'd be like, a, you know, three hours I wait and then a day I wait, 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 you know? <laughs> and then, but as as Thursday rolled around, she confirmed, and then Friday we confirmed, and then the day of the date, I texted her at like three o'clock uh, to confirm our plans, and she was like, "Hey, handsome, it turns out I have a funeral to go to." What? <laughs> that is the worst excuse I've ever heard. <laughs> is this literally the worst excuse? I mean, this is like unbelievable, but it's like so predictable. She, this is I her, have no words. She says, hey, handsome, I have a funeral to go to today, which I was unaware of. So I'll keep you posted on timing if that's OK. What time did you make the reservations to throw axes? And I said, I'm sorry about that. The reservation is 830. And she texted me back. Thanks for being flexible. I'll hit you in a few if that's all right. This was at three o'clock. So she says, I'll text you in a few. I'm like, she didn't cancel on me. A few minutes goes by. No, it's not a few minutes. A few hours goes by. It's now 730. Oh, God. Our reservation to throw axes is at 830. Did you pay in advance? Yes. I had to oh. I had to pay in advance. And it was rather expensive oh. to book these lanes, you know? Oh. And I said, you know, I hit, her, I hit her at like 7 or 730. Like, should I cancel this reservation? And all she says back is, yeah, thanks. <gasps> Oh, that's terrible. Not sorry. Do you want Can me to we do this another time? Not, this is like 3 or 3.30 in the afternoon. Like, Who has a funeral to go to today at 3.30 in the afternoon? Sunset is at 5.07 p.m. on <laughs> in New York on that particular day. Like, it just You checked, of course. It was like either a lie or just like... It was a lie. The dumbest excuse ever. Oh, you know man. what? That's Doesn't so she know terrible. that you're probably dangerous because you like throw axes? And shit? <laughs> like she should watch out. She knows it was a beginner's course, so oh. I, had, I had no skills. Darn. You know that to me is just plain bad manners. Too. Of course, like that's just rude. But you know what? So Gino, you found out about somebody not being considerate and obviously not a like a good person. Um, the easy way instead of yeah. after a few dates a few when dates, right. she might have really broken your heart. Exactly, I agree with That's that. That's so not cool. And like so all you, shitty. all she, she was clearly looking for a better offer. Like she was there swiping. Who else can I go out with? No, or she just sucks. It was weird because she was all excited at first, and then it just like I saw it going yeah, in this direction. And this is how this is kind of how Tinder goes. But guess what? Twist ending. I met someone, some other girl. This never happens to me. But this girl who I was going to go throw axes with actually reached out to me. She's the one who talked to me. I didn't hit her up. Right. Wait and, a second. Oh, the girl who you're going to throw axes with. Yeah. She, she approached we you. We matched on Tinder and oh. she she approached me, which is, un, right. which is unusual. Someone else in, in the interim, a really cute girl named Jessica, an even cuter girl named Jessica, got a hold of me. And we have a date tonight. Yeah. And wait, is it confirmed? Confirmed. Where are you going? We're going to uh we're going to a to <laughs> axe throwing. 
<laughs> Let's see, where are we going? It's called Cebu in Brooklyn. It's like kind of like a restaurant slash bar cool. in like deep South Brooklyn. Nice. So my friend and I have a new plan that we're going to go on the same night to different dates and we're going to pick the same restaurant to go to so we can carpool <laughs> We're roommates. We can carpool there together and leave together and meet in the bathroom and be like, how's your date going? Should we switch? That's amazing. <laughs> don't, don't, do not give it away though. That- no, I won't. We're not going to. This sounds like it's a sitcom. Be, yeah. yeah, it really does. Like you guys are, tw- I might film you guys it. are okay. twins. I think you guys should start compiling all your good and bad dates, Ugh. mostly bad dates, and we will have a we will have a sitcom soon. Great. Okay. Now, Gino, any re- any any feedback? Anyone give us any reviews? Guess what? Yes. Yes. Once oh, again, I love them. Two weeks in a row. As you remember last week, the review was short and sweet. Gino is sexy af af too. <laughs> oh, of course you're rereading it. <laughs> but this week. Um, a new review by Libs with four S's. She says, great show, five stars. I love the ad-free show, three, four exclamation points. Some can be so overwhelming with ads, so that's awesome. Thank you. My favorite part is definitely the celebrity talk. Some of the interviews are give or take, but o- overall, great show, and I do look forward to it. Thank you. No, thank you, Libs. And I totally, yeah, thank and I, you, Libs. And I Thanks, agree with Libs. you about the interviews. I think we should do less of those. Libs is not the first person to say they could really take it or leave it with the interviews. I think we could, should take the... The hint from the we listeners. We have fun with our interviews, though. We have some great interviews. But you know what? Let's get into the news because we've that's had... that's what Libs likes. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> Libs, this is for you. Okay. <laughs> Kylie Jenner. We saw her bump. You know, for all of those who might have been, um, you know, thinking that this was just a, uh, a hoax, it was a Kylie pregnancy hoax. Uh, no. We saw that bump this week. There were... There was couple of photographs and a video that were revealed. Um, TMZ got them and we had them. We got them on Hollywood Life. And I mean, she looks pretty big. Yeah. No, we talked about this last week because um, it was the day that they were released. And um, yeah, Wait, no, they just came out Monday, Thursday. They did. Yeah, we talked about this. Last oh, week. OK. All right. OK. <laughs> so now what we're hearing is because we saw this bump is that she's finally going to reveal it. This is what the theory is on keeping up with the Kardashians. Yeah, so today a bunch of fans, because obviously fans are the biggest, best journalists out there um, because they find all the clues. So fans saw on the Keeping Up with the Kardashians season 14 Wikipedia page that some new episodes were added and one is titled... Yeah, so this is going to be at the end of February, near her due date. um, February 25th, it says. The first episode... Of this kind is called We're Expecting. And the description, which has since been deleted, says following Chloe's pregnancy announcement, Kylie and Travis Scott have some news of their own to share with the family. Whoa. And then the next episode is titled It's a Girl. And the description, which has also since been deleted, <laughs> Kylie and Travis Scott begin the quest to determine the gender of their child. So it sounds like that they're going to do the big reveal at the end of the season by extending the season for more episodes and I'm sure more money. Mm-hmm. And um, But, of course, you heard it all here first because we've already told you that she's pregnant with Travis and that she's having a girl. But here's some news that won't be on the show. We're hearing that things are not good between oh, be- Kylie. Before yes. we get to that, okay. let, me, let me just say... Some of our more skeptical listeners, I know our listeners are like sluice themselves, mm-hmm. might be saying, hey, this is a Wikipedia entry. Like, why are we trusting this? Like, anyone can change the Wikipedia article. Well, because 
before we got the same lowdown on Khloe Kardashian's pregnant from the same Wikipedia page. They were dead on last time. I think they're dead on this time. And you know, the Kardashians are so good about promoting. So they could have worked with someone from Wikipedia to drop the info and then delete it as a way of yes, promoting. Be- because it's become a story that it was up and then it's yeah. gone. And this is kind of how they do to create buzz. Uh-huh. Like they're the best at this. So Yes, and we're going to tell you more about that with relating relating to Kim and Kanye after. But we are hearing that things are not good between Kylie and, and Travis and that Travis is seriously MIA. That even though he's back in LA, that he's not spending much time with Kylie at all. And that he's really, I think he's really feeling trapped. Like he feels like if he and Kylie were not expecting this baby, that our, our sources on him are saying that. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. He would not be together with her at this point, that yeah. they really don't have anything in common. You know, and we knew that he was really excited when he first found out that she was pregnant, that she was expecting. So I... You know, I wonder what's changed in the past, you know, seven, eight months. I mean, I guess they've gotten to know each other. A little bit more. (laughs) Because they had only been together for two months. I mean, that's when you're still, like, acting. Like, I have a friend dating someone right now, and she's really allergic to onions and, like, hasn't told him that she's allergic to onions. And they keep eating, like, guacamole with red onions in it together. that is definitely a problem. Been dating for, like, three months, you know? Like, you haven't (laughs) revealed stuff about yourself yet. And she was pregnant. At that point. Like Russell Simmons says, you don't meet your wife until divorce court. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. I I don't think we should be quoting Russell Simmons at this point. Um, But, you know, so apparently they had really mind-blowing sex when they were first together. Things were just like so hot between them for the first couple months. And then... Helps when you're not using a condom. (laughs) (laughs) Feels better, I hear. I wouldn't know. (laughs) And... TMI. And then it's really when he went back, he had to go on the road. And I guess she found out that she was pregnant when he was already on the road promoting. Like he's really committed to his career. So he was off promoting when he found out, she found out that she was pregnant. And so they haven't been having so much mind blowing sex. Yeah, um, and since how much those first all, couple months. We also hear she's like as big as a house. So like, I don't know how you're going to have such great sex with that too. She didn't look as big as a house to me in the no, photos. she but didn't look that I big. I think she probably feels she's as big as a house. But the other part about I love, I love how on this our reporters are because we have amazing sources close to both Kylie, Travis, and, and Tyga. <laughs> and and the, the, I love all this stuff that we're getting about how, we told you last week about how Tyga is waiting on the wings, but we've gotten a lot more about that this week. How he he has offered to drive her to the hospital if her water breaks. He really wants to be in there. We told you before about how he thinks it still might be his. No, Kylie thinks that that's <laughs> he's th- dreaming. That's yeah. ridiculous. But it's not just Tyga now. We're hearing from our sources close to Kylie that she kind of wishes that 
she was having this baby with Tyga and not Travis because Tyga was such a good boyfriend. He was so present. He was all about her. He would have spent as much time with her as he could. And Travis is just not like that at all. And it's not out of the question that they will get back together. They've been getting a lot closer lately. Well, and just coincidentally, he broke up with his girlfriend last week. Yeah, I think that girl was like a cover. He never liked her. He's obsessed with Kylie. I do not think he has ever gotten over Kylie. I think he isn't over being with the Kardashian family. I think he just totally loves that. Well, that's good because she needs some attention. And so she and and Tyga have been texting more. If Tyga Tyga shows up at that hospital, I will lose it. That would be the best Kardashian episode there will ever have been. He and Travis should fight. Tyga needs Kylie too. Like, I don't know if you guys saw this report in TMZ, but Tyga lost a lawsuit this week. He was dragged Mm. into court because a fan was injured at one one of his concerts. And he was... Um, he didn't appear in court. He was supposed to appear in court with like a list of all of his assets and stuff. He didn't show up. And there was like a 200,000 plus settlement that's out against him now, which of course he won't be paying up for, you know, cause <laughs> I mean, he has what assets does he even have? Kylie's phone number. That's <laughs> Here, I'll give you Kylie's pregnancy pick. I have them. <laughs> if, if a Kylie pregnancy that's... pick releases, it'll be him. Well, so he is like right in there. He says he'd be happy to raise the kid and treat it as his own. Um, he, yeah, I think he's he's seen an opportunity here to uh, talk about sliding back in the DMs, just sliding back into yes. her life. <laughs> well, and, and uh, Kylie thinks that Tyga is a really great dad. Like they spent so much time together with King Cairo. She knows that Tyga knows how to step up and handle it because Black China, who's King Cairo's mom, isn't the most... You know, she's off doing her own thing a lot of the times. And and Tyga, we hear, has been the one who's mostly been raising King Cairo. Kylie knows that and sees more of a father figure in Tyga than she does in Travis, who's not there. Yeah. Yeah. And he's so not there that Kylie's been actually spending her nights at her mom's house instead of at her own house. Yeah. And it does seem as though Kylie and, and that we're also hearing that Kylie wants to really step into the role of mother and dedicated mom and protector of her child, especially well, good. we're hearing that she that's doesn't want to let allow, she doesn't want a nanny. She wants to, you know, her, her mom, her sister, as she wants to be doing. I think that's going to last about two days. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Seriously, she doesn't have a nanny. I hope she has a night nurse. Maybe she has a I'm night sure nurse. I'm sure she'll have a night nurse. Yeah, because it's a lot when you go from not having a baby to having a baby your first time. It is really a lot to handle, and you're so tired. We were also told that she just got her house. She hired a company to get her house totally baby proofed, so it's all set and safe. And um, all and the those, nursery is pink, pink, out. pink. Yeah, all those hard marble edges and, and whatever have been covered. So. Those crazy California homes, they have like those balconies without proper rails and stairways that are open. Yeah. Yeah. So I, 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 I'm sure it's all perfectly safe now, but they, they have, they have houses that you couldn't have here in New York. Exactly. Okay. So now let's just talk about Kim and Kim has, we, we've, she's been going out in LA for the last few months, you know, wearing bras to dinner, like bras with sweatpants and bras with shorts. And um, I think, you know, we we speculated that she was wearing Yeezy clothes. And it turns out that um, 
uh, that Kanye unexpectedly dropped photos last night of his new Yeezys collection. And what he did is he photographed like Paris Hilton and models all dressed up as if they're Kim and they're all wearing these same clothes that she's been wearing and in the same situations as she was in getting gas, going to a convenience store, going to a restaurant. They all look like Kim. Mm-hmm. It's Kim's world. We're all just living in it. Yeah, totally. It's pretty. Yeah. So they, he, they dropped Yeezy season six. Um, and Paris Hilton is one of the look like Jordan Woods, Kylie's best friend, um, and a bunch of others. So it's actually, it's similar clothes to the clothing that Kim's been wearing, but it's a new line. This coming all after Kim just set the most epic thirst trap of all time. Was it last Friday or was it Monday? Oh, it's, it's continual. It's, yeah. it's been just going. Polaroid it's, after it's Polaroid every day. of her yeah. topless. <laughs> Even on Twitter, which is like weird to me to tweet topless. Right. Topless, topless bottomless in, underwear, in her underwear. Yeah, like super sexy mm-hmm. photos. She must have a contact at Instagram because I have friends who post even like remotely mm-hmm. sexy photos and someone will report them and it'll get deleted. She must, I think she brings in Instagram so much money and followers and stuff. I think that they know if they even like mess with her pictures, they'll have an army after them. But I remember Chelsea Handler like three years ago or two years ago posted the topless picture. Now, like, I don't know if that would be deleted. Like nipples are a thing. Well, she blurred out her nipples on those, all those photos, but I follow like different influencers and a lot of them complain all the time about people reporting their photos and having them get taken down. So I don't know. But Kim is probably has access, I guess. Well, so she's been posing all these crazy mirror selfies of herself, like uh, almost nude. And uh, we were wondering what was going on. And I think it's very much was to promote the new Yeezy collection because it's of her look in the way these these, uh, women are all dressed up like her. And also, we found out that um, Kim and Kanye, like, this is this kind of sexy flirtation between them that they really like. Like, Kanye is really turned on by seeing Kim do these extremely sexy photos in public. <laughs> if this is, like, what Kim shares with us, what kind of photos is she sending Kanye? Like- <laughs> well, it's remember she said that Kanye doesn't keep any pictures on his phone. So, like, I wonder, like... I don't know. I mean, maybe she doesn't even need to send him pictures. Like they, he'll see it every night. Why? Why doesn't he keep pictures on his phone? Um, in case anyone steals it. Good idea. They're very. They're very like. Yeah, he's a little paranoid about, about it. Yeah. But yeah. like, or he could get hacked. Well, that I mean, too. With all the hacks, even, absolutely. But even the FBI has a hard time getting into people's iPhones. Like it's it's not easy. It's pretty safe. Well, it isn't very safe. Not when you have a cloud. Yeah. The cloud is not safe. But just, right, but your cloud is always on your phone. Well, you can turn... I Like, I don't use the cloud because I think it's sketchy and that's how you get hacked. Um, but if just your phone itself is, like, pretty secure. Okay, but just getting back to Kim and Kanye, I don't think he... I, I think he gets off on seeing her put her beautiful figure out there in public. He's proud of her. He thinks she's got great style. He loves her look and he loves her look naked. So yeah. And he, as we've said, is very happy that she didn't go through having that baby because he can do it all night long. Kanye is is interesting. Like before Kim and Kanye were together, people, I think kind of looked down their noses at Kim a little bit. Like, Oh, she's just this famous for nothing person trying to get attention and and whatever. And Kanye always saw in her something more like a fashion plate and a, a tre- and a trendsetter and a muse and and someone who's like 
influential because of the popularity of their TV show. And he always thought that was worthy of recognition and praise. And like he has, and now that she is considered all those things, it's just like, you know, the prescience of Kanye, you know, he saw it and they, and they actualized it together. I think so too. I think that they are, I think that they will be together forever. I do too. I I, I do not see them breaking up. I think like Kim is weirdly, I think Kim is like the most respected person that is fa- is famous for having a sexy body and a big ass. You know what I mean? Like she's not like Joel McHale used to make this joke about her that Kim Kardashian, you know, that girl who's famous for having a big ass and a sex tape. I don't think that plays anymore. It's still a funny joke, but like, I think people actually respect Kim's like business acumen and like yeah, absolutely. her, her style and like trends. And I don't know. And, and Kylie is kind of the same way. They're, like, and so is Chris Jenner. They're all cut from the same cloth. Like, they know how to market themselves, sure. but they're also there's a reason they know how to market those, themselves. Yeah, and also, I mean, she's clearly Kanye's not muse, but it's mutual. Like Kim and he talk about what he's doing and thinking about, it, and she helps him. Agreed. So that means that's a good collaborative marriage. I agree with that. So I agree. I think they mm-hmm. will. I think they're very happy, and I think they're going to stay together. We like them. And I asked you guys last week. If you thought Kim was going to have another baby and you guys were like, I don't know, she probably hasn't decided yet. But then right after that, we saw reports that Kim had already asked her surrogate about carrying another baby right. for her. But then she came out and said that was that. not true. Oh, really? That that was fake news. Oh, man. Okay. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. Now, speaking of somebody else who there was speculation about this week, Rihanna, there was mm-hmm. a lot of speculation after she appeared at the Grammys that she was pregnant because she's been looking very voluptuous, fuller figure, and people thought she wasn't dancing as hard as usual, and they thought she wasn't singing as hard. Getting winded. Yeah, yeah, they thought she was getting winded. <laughs> so mean. And they thought that was because she's pregnant. People and were calling th- her hashtag Thick Rihanna. Oh, that's so mean. Well, no, thick is I a mean, compliment. Thick is a the, compliment. In I, the hip-hop world. Oh, in I the, see. The hip-hop world. No, I, I, I do think that she's been looking like, thicker but I think that she's been looking how she should be and how her body type is and I think she's like been looking healthy and glowing and beautiful um but and I also think it was part of the, half of it was the dress she was wearing that really sexy pink dress the Grammys. that was yes that was pulled when she was performing that was pulled and like cinched on a side and I think that it maybe just wasn't flattering when she was dancing yeah. Um, Good performance, though. Great performance. I thought she looked great dancing. I did, too. I did not think she was half-assing and she looked, it. She looked very voluptuous. Like she her, sounded great. Oh, her I boobs get, looked really big. I get so excited <laughs> when I hear Rihanna's voice at an award show. She's like the. I think she's like the best live singer in the game. Like I love hearing her her real, actual voice. Her recorded voice is incredible, too. Like, But I just, every time she performs live, I'm like... Uh, I have chills. Well, speaking of chills, I just want to interrupt our Rihanna moment for a second to say, Patti LuPone, how incredible was her voice and her performance? I cried. At the Grammys. She was amazing. Those were my two crying (laughs) moments. They were, um, she was incredible. And just, don't cry for me, Argentina. And when she... Her voice was better uh, uh, than when she be- was in was that Broadway say, show. It was better than even her first performance of it. And this was a, you know, remake of the first performance. Oh, and she was crying at the end. And just, it was so beautiful. I'm so glad you brought that up. I thought it was Let's wonderful. get back to Rihanna, though, because we have Chris, both Chris Brown and Drake's reaction. Do you, one of you guys want to take away with, with what Chris Brown said? He was really hurt. <laughs> he was really upset because... He thought, well, if she's pregnant, that really bummed him out because he always wanted to be the father of her babies. 
<laughs> this is what we're hearing he's from Mars. He's still not over her. Yeah. Uh, and we also got a file on Drake's reaction. And he thought Rihanna looked incredibly sexy, echoing what we, what she said. But he did not think that Rihanna looked pregnant at all. Like, he knows her body. Just like he thought she looked healthy and happy. Um, and he was shocked that there was pregnancy rumors and disappointed hearing things between um Rihanna and her boyfriend uh, Hassan are still is still stable and still going on. Drake still thinks Rihanna's really sexy. They have great chemistry and feels like they'll be together one day at some point. But um he's certainly not ready to be the father of her children. No, if you if you have li- listened to his new music, he's like still talking about how much he's enjoying the single life and how many girls are in his bed and you know on on views he has like this line about how when girls ask him how many girls have been in his bed he's kind of like do you do you want the truth i don't think you want to you know you want to play this game so he's the leonardo dicaprio of the rap world yeah but i think one day he'll be ready to settle down soon i don't know he's a nice jewish man he is a nice jewish boy but (laughs) that doesn't mean he's going to settle down i think he's going to be like leonardo there's just too many options to make a decision yet (laughs) (laughs) okay i thought you were waiting for justin yeah but drake's jewish that's true. Okay. Uh, that could be a problem with you and Justin. <laughs> that is, he is yes. very Christian at the moment, especially. At the, at the moment. At the he moment. has been for quite some time. Okay. <laughs> it's getting worse, though. <laughs> it's, it's really flaring up. <laughs> it's flaring. Okay. Well, speaking of something that seems to be getting worse. Okay. Melania Trump and Donald. There were a lot of rumors that she had had a momentary separation from Donald. Um, after the Stormy Daniels uh, allegations of an affair came out, um, apparently she moved out of the White House for a few days and was staying at a hotel and then took a $70,000 <laughs> flight because she was using a government plane down to Mar-a-Lago. And she did not go with Donald to Davos, to the economic summit, um, which she had been scheduled to do. She canceled due to logistical reasons. Why? It doesn't exist, folks. <laughs> That's what Trump said. Um, did you, but you guys saw them, you know, I mean, they seemed like to be sharing a moment at the State of the Union. She was there with all of Trump's various guests. But she showed up separately from him, which is yes. never supposed to happen. You are supposed to go with your husband I don't, don't know if that's ever actually, actually happened before. She arrived separately in her own yeah. motorcade. And she also was very, like, subdued during the whole thing. Didn't that, really show much emotion, which she doesn't typically, but she seemed really, really this time that she could care less. Right. It yes. was a very – talk about fake. It was a really fake smile yeah. when I mean, the cameras panned to her. Right. And when they panned to her, most of the time she wasn't even smiling. She just was sitting there. Standing up and down and up and down and up and down. I don't hold grudges against anybody. <laughs> I can't listen to his voice. Um, I like I like some of the details in the Stormy Daniels story. Like, did you guys hear that that Chasing detail that we recorded? That he was having her spank him with a copy of <laughs> Forbes magazine, and then that he, he was on. 
Yes. yes, of course. Yes, with his own face. Yeah, where, I, don't know, I don't know if that's true, like where that came from, but that was like going around. And In then, touch. And then, oh God, okay, well, that's so real then. And then the other funny thing that was going around is that um, he made her watch hours and hours and hours of Shark Tank, which is like... Well, uh, like this a, was the In Touch interview that was done in 2007 before any of this even happened or came out, and they put Stormy on a lie detector test. So, oh, it, so was, Stormy, it was a direct interview with Stormy. Stormy was saying this. Yes, okay. it, it's not like, yes. oh, In Touch said that. No. No, Stormy said this in an interview with them. Yeah, and she then she went on uh, Kimmel, didn't she? Yeah, Fallon, yeah last and, night. And she said nothing because she she signed an NDA. She signed an NDA. It's the same thing that they did, I keep saying, with Inside Edition. Inside Edition was like, now our exclusive interview with Stormy Daniels. And then they're like, did you sleep with Donald Trump? And she's like, yeah. and then they were like, and that's our interview with Stormy Daniels. <laughs> and I was well, like, got, wait, what? She got like $200,000 though, right? That was it. And I was like, that wasn't an but interview. I have, to, I have to say, you know, I have, a, I have a lot of problems with Trump. Um, and we talk about it all the time. But like in the 90s, I really liked Bill Clinton. I thought he was like charming and so I was in favor people. of his policies. And he was very popular and I was among his supporters. And we all kind of looked the other way when he... With the whole Monica Lewinsky thing, I don't know if that would fly these days, but we a lot of people and a lot of people on the left at that time said, "Well, we you know we should be more like Europe and separate a person's personal life and their politics." And it seems like in this instance with Stormy Daniels, like this is not even that big of a story. No one cares. Well, the, okay, I would say that a lot of people who would feel that their personal life should be separate don't care. But what is surprising is that the Republican Party always has cared and has always mm -hmm. held itself up as a, as the as the arbiter of family values and if and they would be the first to point a finger if obama had had an affair yeah. especially with a porn star yes or bill clinton they did like, point yes. their they finger did. They, they tried to impeach him yes. moral authority of the government and then the evangelicals that even more so are trump's biggest supporters who are like you cannot get divorced you cannot you know nothing and and who who looked down upon gay marriage gay marriage everything and transgenders and then this happens and they were like everyone should be forgiven <laughs> Well, yeah. I think I think what his evangelical base wants out of him is Supreme Court justices and not perfect behavior. Like, I, well, pe clearly, people but know. But that's right. so hypocritical. It's hypocritical, and it goes against their entire value, all their yeah. values. Like, it's you it, can't yeah. pick and choose. Well, he's right. A, he's a means to an end for a lot of people. I think. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers, and if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app. You can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program. Okay, but 
if you're truly religious and you truly right. believe in these things, then you have to have moral character. You have to demand that your leader has moral character and they're willing because he is, uh, he's doing, uh, you know, legislatively some things he's anti-abortion and he has, mm-hmm. he's picking Supreme court justices who are anti-abortion and anti-LGBTQ. They're willing to overlook the failings of his character. And I just think that's hypocritical. Me too. You, and I you made can't a lot be, of money in Atlantic city and I'm very proud of it. <laughs> you can't be half ethical. Agreed. You, either you're ethical or you're not ethical. Right. Yes. You can't pick and choose. <laughs> you cannot pick and choose. Yeah. You can have moral values or you don't have them. Exactly. And it only just... makes common sense. <laughs> Stop yeah. interrupting Bonnie Trump. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well. It's... it's like being, you can't be half pregnant. Agreed. So anyway, I just, I, I don't think it's that, I mean, whatever. He wanted to have an affair. If Melania wants to put up with her husband having an affair, period, whether it's with a porn star or anybody else, it's her business. But I don't think she's too happy about this. I don't either. I think we have to wait and <laughs> I mean, see would you be? what's would... going on. She should have an affair with Jared Kushner. <laughs> Ooh, that's disgusting. <laughs> but you know what? This is humiliating. She's the first lady, and this came out. So she wore the white pantsuit. Yeah. I think that was a diss at Trump because Hillary wore a white pantsuit when she won the nomination, the Democratic nomination, and white is the color of the suffragettes. Oh, fashion diss. Yes. Classic. Fashion classic fashion diss. Classic. And she used Hillary, too. <laughs> oh, um, my. Bon- Bonnie made f- famous the phrase revenge dressing, and we always wanted to start a line of salad dressing called bon- <laughs> Bonnie Fuller's Revenge Dressing. <laughs> I think that was it could be like Newman's own, you know what I mean? I think it would sell really well. So she was revenge dressing. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Ladies, well, let us know about your revenge dressings. Okay, so everybody, come to Hollywood Life. We have all the latest scoop on Kylie, Kim, Tyga, Rihanna, um, and. We've got, oh, you know, tons of great interviews on our podcasts that come out on Fridays. We've got a Dancing with the Star Star coming out this Friday. So, and go to Terrell Owens, our video on our YouTube channel. Yes. It's really funny. Okay. Talk to you next week. Bye.